RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The top stories. Premier Li Ka-cheng says the central government will uphold the principle that only patriots will govern Hong Kong. China sets its GDP growth target at about 5.5% for the year and moots an increase in defense spending of about 7%. And a government advisor estimates that 15% of Hong Kong's population may, have be, may be infected with COVID. Premier Li Ka-cheng says Beijing will uphold the principle that only patriots will govern Hong Kong while reaffirming the spirit of one country, two systems principle and Hong Kong people administering Hong Kong. We will ensure that the central government exercise overall jurisdiction over the two SAR and also uphold the principle that Hong Kong and Macau should be governed by patriots. And we will help Hong Kong and Macau develop their economies and improve the well-being of their people and see that these two regions integrate into the country's overall development and maintain long-term prosperity and stability. On Taiwan, the premier said people on both sides of the Taiwan Strait should come together to advance the cause of China's rejuvenation. China has set its GDP growth target at about 5.5 percent for 2022. More details from Todd Harding. Premier Li Keqiang unveiled the annual target as he delivered the government's work report during the opening meeting of the National People's Congress in Beijing this morning. The country's economy grew 8.1% last year, above the government target of over 6%. The other main economic targets for this year include keeping inflation at around 3%, unchanged from last year, and creating over 11 million new urban jobs. The Premier stressed the country must pursue progress while making economic stability its priority. And China's military budget is set to increase by 7.1% this year, slightly higher than the 6.8% rise last year. Some 1.45 trillion yuan, or 230 billion U.S. dollars, has been set aside for national defense. Locally, government expert advisor David Hoy said he believes about 15% of Hong Kong's population have already been infected with COVID-19. Speaking on a radio program, Professor Hoy said COVID cases in the territory will certainly continue to rise, and experts have predicted the epidemic will peak in the middle of this month. The Chinese university professor says infection numbers might then plateau for a while, so people will have to observe the situation. Many colleagues and friends of mine have tested positive through rapid tests and are resting and isolating at home. So our case numbers will definitely rise, as these people hadn't been included in our infection figures. If you look at recent lockdowns at housing estates, often 10 to 20% of residents test positive. If we take a median, then maybe around 15% of the population has already been infected now. Authorities have found 478 preliminary positive cases during the overnight lockdowns of four residential blocks in Chengkwano and Kowloon City. Around 840 residents of Tower 1 and 2 of Twin Peaks, as well as 3,400 residents of Tak Shan House and Tak K House at the Tak Long Estate underwent testing. There are also 53 cases deemed indeterminate. The buildings were cordoned off after sewage samples tested positive. Transport Secretary Frank Chan has brushed off concerns of large-scale suspensions of public transport after various operators cut services amid the COVID outbreak. 
Recently, the MTR has reduced its services and many bus routes have been suspended due to a shortage of staff and a sharp drop in passenger numbers. Speaking on an RTHK program, the transport chief said officials will make sure that people affected still have alternative transport routes. He says the current situation remains controllable and the overall safety and quality of public transport is being maintained. There are fresh accounts of civilian casualties and severe damage inflicted by Russian forces in Ukraine. The mayor of the besieged Black Sea port of Mariupol said his city was simply being destroyed. Here's the BBC's Frank Gardner. They were able to use Crimea as a springboard to marshal their forces there, use it as a forming up point, and then kind of burst out of Crimea into Ukraine proper. That gave them a huge advantage. So they've spread out primarily to the east along the coast of the Sea of Azov, which is connected to the Black Sea, encircling the port of Mariupol, cutting it off from electricity, water, food, making life absolute hell for people there, shelling it. And they are looking to link up with the pro-Russian forces of the Donbass so that they would then control pretty much two thirds of Ukraine's Black Sea coast. The uh, temperature right now is 24 degrees Celsius, relative humidity 74%. You're listening to RTHK. This is, the time is five minutes past one. Oh, Ukraine's president has strongly criticized NATO's decision to turn down Kyiv's request for a no-fly zone to protect the country's skies from Russian warplanes and missiles. Volodymyr Zelensky called Friday's NATO summit weak and confused. Having refused to set up a no-fly zone, today the leadership of the alliance gave the green light for further bombing of Ukrainian cities and villages. You could have closed the skies. I don't know who you can protect or if you are able to protect your countries, the countries of the alliance. But the NATO Secretary-General, Jens Stoltenberg, repeated that the alliance had a duty to prevent the war in Ukraine from spreading to other nations. The United Nations Security Council has held an emergency meeting to discuss the safety of Ukraine's biggest nuclear plant after it was shelled and then captured by Russian forces. The head of the International Atomic Energy Agency told the council a projectile had hit a building adjacent to one of the six reactors. The U.S. ambassador to the U.N., Linda Thomas-Greenfield, said the assault put millions of lives at risk. Mr. Putin must stop this madness, and he must stop it now. Cooler heads must prevail. Russian forces are now 20 miles and closing from Ukraine's second largest nuclear facility. So this imminent danger continues. We narrowly avoided a disaster last night. The international community must be unanimous in demanding Russia's forces stop their dangerous assault. The invasion of Ukraine has now seen a majority of people in Sweden and Finland coming out in favor of NATO membership, despite Russia's threats of retaliation if they join the alliance. In Sweden, a poll has for the first time suggested 51% in favor of joining NATO. Polls say support has also grown in Finland, which has a long border with Russia. And in sport, where competition at the Winter Paralympics starts today, with more than 650 athletes competing in 78 events across six sports, ice hockey, snowboarding, biathlon, cross-country skiing, alpine skiing, and wheelchair curling. Sean Kennedy has more. 
The launch of the Winter Paralympics was marked by athletes parading through the national stadium. President Xi Jinping officially declared the Games open and a fireworks display erupted over the capital's bird's nest stadium. Chinese athletes drew loud cheers from the crowd and their own standing ovation, including from President Xi, as they entered the stadium waving flags. After the parade, world record triple jumper and four-time gold medalist Li Duan, who's visually impaired, placed a flaming Paralympic torch on the snowflake-shaped cauldron to light it. China has consistently topped the medal tally at the Summer Paralympics, but its first medal for the Winter Paralympics came in 2018, and it's hoping its largest ever team of 96 athletes will get more podium finishes this year. Tributes have been flowing in after the death of legendary Australian cricketer Shane Warne at the age of 52. His management said he'd suffered a suspected heart attack at his villa in Thailand. Shane Warne was considered by many to be the greatest spin bowler of all time. Here's the BBC's Ali Foster. A 15-year test career with Australia, over a 1,000 wickets uh, across all formats of the game, 708 test wickets, uh, but he really did redefine the art of spin. Uh, his leg spin, many will remember, the ball of the century uh, against England, his first delivery in an Ashes test against Mike Gatting at Old Trafford, and that really set him on his way, really, for superstardom. Shane Warne was absolute box office. And to end the main bulletin, top stories once again. Premier Lee Ka-ching says the central government will uphold the principle that only patriots will govern Hong Kong. And China sets its GDP growth target at about 5.5% for the year and moots an increase in defense spending of about 7%. And a government advisor estimates that 15% of Hong Kong's population may already have been infected with COVID. And that's the news at 1 o'clock from RTHK. of life-threatening conditions from COVID-19. The virus can damage one's heart, lungs, and brain. It may cause multiple organ failure that requires intubation in an ICU. After effects can hamper a recovery. Vaccines reduce risks of serious illness, hospitalization, and death. Experts advise that any elderly person who has had a flu shot can safely receive COVID-19 vaccines. Get vaccinated early. Public hospitals are facing huge service demand. The Hospital Authority appeals to COVID-19 patients with mild symptoms or no symptoms to not go to the accident and emergency departments. For those who have medical needs, they can make appointments at the designated clinics for COVID-19 of the Hospital Authority. Visit ha.org.hk for details. For others seeking consultation at hospitals, please be considerate to medical staff and follow their advice. Together, we fight the virus. Let's go one-hit wonders. Not genre-specific, just some of the greatest hits of all time. From artists that just kind of disappeared afterwards. Starting off with Little The Buggles, video killed the radio star.
And let's keep it right there in the 70s. Back a few years, 74. Yeah! A little kung fu fighting. Everybody was kung fu. 